0: Hello everyone, I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. We do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is that we assess the issues of the day and then uh, we come together and find solutions. Whether it's rural and urban or haves and have-nots. And I have a feeling somewhat representing what we refer to as D-Day Today's program could be about as explosive with Hank Vogler from North Spring Valley, Nevada. How's Hank?
1: Well, we got some housekeeping
0: first, Mister Luce. Okay, lay it on me.
1: I found out over the weekend that I have doubled my fan base.
0: You got three. <laughs>
1: Well, and my sister, of course. <laughs> you had one and, now, and a half. <laughs> okay. Pete Pete Delamue. Pete Delamue lives out of Pioche, Nevada. By the way, Pioche, Nevada was the roughest town. Forget Dodge City, forget Deadwood, forget all that crap. The first 20 or 30 bodies that went to Boot Hill in Pioche, Nevada were not dead from natural causes. It was the statistically toughest in the world. Pete Delamue lives by, near Pioch, and I understand he listens to the program, faithfully and loyally. Pete, I know you're out there. Thank you very much. You've uh, you you've, you've uh, made my day. Trent will now have to double my wages.
0: Mm-hmm, I will. Ah. I will double that and immediately. You see, you're not
1: even going to fight with me no, over that? No,
0: I can double it today.
1: God love you, Pete. See what you've done? <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> uh,
0: I might remind you that doubling your wages will do zero in assisting with the funding of your law, your lawyer's bills. Pioch, Where is you know, P. I, I need to geographically what? get that in my head.
1: Okay. It is south of Ely on the old highway 93. It's pretty close to the Utah border. Uh, it, it was a mining town, okay. a mining camp, uh, and it was rough and ready, Pioche, Nevada. And then over the hill is Panaca. Then it goes into Caliente on 93, <clears throat> and then it comes back in okay. to Haiko. So it's on the between here and Vegas.
0: So like halfway between you and Vegas is what I was going to say.
1: Uh, pretty close, yeah. Maybe okay. a little closer to here right. than there. But
0: I just—it's—it's
1: it's mountainous country. It's Federally owned, all the same stuff.
0: Pete's a great guy. <laughs> uh, it's all in how you define country in that sentiment, sentence. But um, I just, I'm just wired like that, Hank. I can't go on until I physically get a new town logged in my brain. And I have never driven one of the few highways in America. I've not driven from Ely to Nevada or to Las Vegas.
1: Well, there's two routes, I, and I think over the years. When they did the Lund cutoff from Ely, it actually is shorter. But the old Highway 93 went through, and it's still Highway 93, went through South Spring Valley and went on uh, past Pony Springs and then Pioche. And then you pop over the hill, you're at Panaca, uh, then you go on into Caliente, and then here comes, I think it's a transcontinental railroad comes through there Mm -hmm. from Modena and that country in Utah. And there's a turnoff in Panaca. You can go to Enterprise. You can go on over to the uh, Cedar City and that country. So it's, it's right on that border, the, the eastern border of Nevada and the western border of southern Utah. And, and talk about issues there. You know, you've got Cedar City. Uh, you've got St. George all wanting to tap the water resources because the climate is a lot milder further south you go. And people are pouring in there and, and, uh, of course, bringing their uh, dirt bag of of garbage with them, like in Las Vegas, you know. I mean, they're just – but they're moving in. They're building cities down there. Uh, I just had an estimate last Friday that they're going to build a town uh, or going to attempt to build a town with 122,000 homes in it right out in the middle of the desert on the Overton turnoff. On Highway 93, north of Las Vegas, Coyote Springs is hmm. their—that's their ultimate goal. The Sandy uh, Sandy Valley. Uh, I mean, Vegas is growing. The water issues are just absolutely going through the roof. I mean, it's just amazing what's going
0: on. I messed up real bad. I did drive that one time. I lied to you. I just I, as you name all those towns. I remember one time I was in Vegas and I came to see you. I came up to you and came east. Uh, I did get distracted a bit. Did you see the court ruling from California, which is going to affect all of us like everything else from California does? In the court case of the Almond Alliance of California versus Fish and Game Commission of California, state appeals court in the 3rd District issued a statement and it presented whether the bumblebee... A terrestrial invertebrate, invertebrate, excuse me, falls within the definition of a fish. And according to this judge in this court, they've now reclassified the bubble bee as a fish.
1: What? You're having trouble with this? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, I think you know, it's perfectly the fine. Bathroom, There's a lot of bathroom, fish bathroom that fly longer. from pollen Bathrooms plant are to are pollen longer. plant.
1: Okay. And 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 if you want to be a transgender today, you can go in the girls' bathroom. You can go get on the swim team with them, and then oh well, I guess uh, tomorrow I think I'll I'll be a boy. I mean, come on, if you're not ready for this. You got to get on board. This mm-hmm. is this is the new America. This is the the dream of the left. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I, they're it's trying my to become the district attorney. <laughs> it's it's nuts. You know, I mean. <laughs> Our 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 armed services. This day, nineteen forty
0: four. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt this. Go ahead.
1: In nineteen forty four, hit the beaches of Europe, trying to free the world from the tyranny of Nazi Germany. And uh, I I I think if if one of those ninety some year old veterans, if you tried to explain what they were fighting for and what fight. What America was about to become, they they wouldn't have they wouldn't have got off the boat, but on Omaha Beach they would not. If that's where we're headed, I'm going home. I mean it's it's absolutely insanity.
0: Yeah, I I signed up for the food and travel. I didn't expect to have to fight.
1: Well, and fight for what? The Constitution of the United States, mm-hmm. the freedom of the world. And 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 then not even finish, not even be allowed to finish the job. You know the difference between communism and Nazism is paper thin. Uh, It's all based on a little group of people controlling you, the peasant. And uh, I mean, read history. Why did we have a revolution? that started long before 1776, Lexington and Concord, and all of these incidents that happened, this was because we had people from England that had the crown seal, that could do practically anything they wanted in America. And when Americans started to push back, they sent troops. Well, how far away are we from having troops sent to Blue City or... Or Ely, Nevada. Well, we've already got that.
0: the troops are in Ely, Nevada. I, mean, I don't know if you know that or not.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Mm-hmm. So again,
1: I mean, how much oppression do you want to put up with? And everybody has the same idea. If I get in the back of the line, if I if I say Yazabos, I be chefing, uh The alligator won't eat you. But no, no, that's how it works: divide and conquer. Right now. I'm being destroyed. I'm being punished. I can't even take my sheep to the mountains. I can't get anybody, any, any correspondence. All I get is rebuff, rebuff, rebuff. Uh, I have an equivalent to a, a corporal, a very low-level bureaucrat that has obviously been paid off. I have a district manager at the BLM that's getting her merit badge. Uh, As a district manager, she's probably going to be within six months in Washington, D.C., moving up the line because she has all of the accoutrements to move up the line in the Biden administration. And I have Southern Nevada Water Authority full of power. I've been told $600 million budget. and, and, And what they paid for these ranches was chunk change. It was coffee and donut money. Yeah. But yet they screwed up. They got into a deal, and the BLM will not set them down and say, this is how it is, because that's how it was when they bought it. But they will not accept it. The BLM was derelict. I mean, it just goes on and on. And who's going to get punished? Yours truly.
0: No, no, the consumer is going to continue to get punished with a reluctant or with a reduction in the food supply. That's what it's been about from day one. We've got more evidence to that and we'll have Hank Vogler's portion of that coming up after we come back. Amanda Radke, by the way, continues to be on the front lines inspiring people to do something extraordinary. This woman does something extraordinary by the minute. Check out our latest book, get more details about this weekend's Amanda Radke report, or the Radke report, and go to AmandaRadke.com. She will be at the 4th of July celebration in Keystone. Details at AmandaRadke.com, or Hank Bogler Roll Route after this. Welcome back, Roll Route, Trent Lewis alongside Hank Bogler. Hank, I gotta be honest, um, you know, you have dates wired in your head. I'm fairly familiar with the uh, the strife, I'm going to call it that, in the uh, beaches of Normandy. Um, but I don't have the date June 6th etched in my mind as that day until this morning I got up and I saw it on social media and I knew uh, that it was here, but that date's got to get in my head.
1: Uh, Well, and you know, I'm an antique. I'll be three quarters of a Century old here in a few days. I grew up with all the people that were still fighting the Second World War. Uh, Now they call it what PTSD. In those days they called it shell shock. They called it derelicts. They worked on ranches. They took jobs because they couldn't hold a job. Uh, When you have when I slept in the bunkhouse, Mm -hmm. and when you have Phil Rutherford running through the house in the middle of the night having a bad dream. Screaming, get down, get down, get the fox! I'll we'll do this, do that. Went hunting with a, a, the father of a, a dear friend of mine. We're dear friends to this day. Shooting during deer season, and to have him set up by the fire all night, drinking whiskey, trying to choke it down. You know, the war was not, the war will not be over till the last veteran passes. I don't care what you say, those people. Uh, Harold Edwards had a a cigar box full of medals Jim Hutchison 50 missions and you could go home he flew 266 missions nobody else wanted the job they didn't expect anybody to live anyhow every 50 missions they gave him uh, Distinguished Flying Cross Uh, one of the most decorated men from Harney County and and, uh, lived to be in his 90s I mean just it, it that's why it is so stuck in my mind these were the people that worked for my grandfather some of them got straightened out or semi straightened out but others uh we had a guy one time come out worked for one hour that ah, i quit i want my money well they were getting a, a dollar a day in those days uh, so how do you figure that one out so they wrote him a check he went to town bought a gallon of wine and only because when he got in the bunkhouse that evening, he uh, started talking, and, and the other veterans were there. Cigar Bill, a Cossack, sitting behind the stove, uh, reading the Russian Bible or whatever orthodoxy he had. Uh, he would shake like a. I mean, just it, it was incredible. I mean, it had to stick in your mind when you're a little kid. <laughs> Phil Rutherford talking about Germans piled up you couldn't walk around in five minutes and then breaking into areas in the Battle of the Bulge and finding and, 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 and different areas and liberating people and finding the Jewish people finding finding dead american pows. I mean war is not uh John Wayne movie it's 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 amazing.
0: Yeah, if you yeah. watch those documentaries of the those boats coming in and those kids getting off the boats and going the last bit in the water and getting on that island and you had to know that there's a pretty good chance this is where you're you're dying on this hill. I mean that's it. This is the hill you're dying 10, on.
1: 10,000, I believe Americans is the, the round figure that they used. And and everybody that hit that beach. Was affected. I don't
0: care. Yeah, absolutely. You know,
1: that's a traumatic situation. You know, I mean,
0: <laughs> my my best story about this, though, just to kind of lighten the mood and get back into your qualms. So this was about t- 2010. Uh, we had a cattle drive each year in the first weekend of October in Marshall, Missouri, to celebrate the life of Houston E. a 15-year-old young man who was taken from us far too soon. But the second year that we had this cattle drive... No, it was the first year, Hank. We uh, we trailed these cattle about 15 miles. And I decided just to add a little flair. I was going to paint the mule that you had. I think you still have 11. No, you, you lost 7. You got 11 left, right?
1: You're 11 in the field.
0: So 11, I painted the pink. And I offered the opportunity for people to come and take a picture, get on 11, the mule, pink mule, take a picture. And if you took a picture, you were expected to give a donation for breast cancer. And one of the first people to show up to take me up on that was Bill Nienhauser. Bill Nienhauser was at D-Day. And my that mule, 11, had just bucked me off the night before. And so Bill shows up 80 years old. And I'm like, Bill, uh yeah, I I no, I, I don't want you getting on this mule. I mean, I was just nervous because I'd known Bill Nannheuser for a long time, did business with his son Stan, and he was just dead set on getting on that mule, and finally turned to me and he said, Trent, I survived D Day. If you think this little old mule's gonna give me a problem, then you don't understand. <laughs> So I have a picture of Bill there on that mule. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And like Jimmy Hutchinson, he'd tell me stories, you know, it'd start eating on him and then he'd, he'd have to talk to somebody. I was a little kid sitting in an old 1949 Ford truck and we'd be going buckaroo. And he'd say, yeah. I said, well, Jim, did you have a parachute? And he said, No, it just took up too much room. We were biscuit bombers. We were feeding the troops. We were sending ammunition to the front line. If you had jumped out of the back of that plane at 300 feet, you'd have hit the ground before the chute would open. So we could haul more stuff if we didn't wear our parachutes. And that was the attitude of those people. You know, they weren't bulletproof. He said they landed one time. There's 142 bullet holes in the tail section of the plane. One time, the door hung open What they after they dumped the stuff out. He reached down to close it, and, and the pilot suddenly decided he ought to get out of there, so he climbed right straight up. They were supposed to do one mission a day. Some of the other teams said, hey, no more, or they'd get sick and throw up all over the plane. They were so nervous, so they'd leave them home. Jim sometimes flew five missions a day, but in his mind, his life was not as important as saving the lives on that front line. On the ground with those troops. And I mean, this is Harney County cowboy par excellence in, in Southeast Asia. I mean, just completely out of his element. Uh, joined, I mean, just you start listening to that and, and you, wow, they came up through a generation through the depression and all the things that they saw and did. My God, and then just absolutely went to war. And yes, there were war protests. There was all kinds of things going on that we'd never hear about. But all of these things happened. And then we've gone absolutely to the brink of what we have fought for in the Second World War, in Korea, in Vietnam, in all the wars, practically up until now, we have fought against Government communism control, and we're instituting it here, and the irony is tens of thousands of people are crashing our border, escaping from socialistic, communistic Venezuelas, all of these places all over the world, and they're coming to a place, I mean, they're like lemmings running off the cliff, because we're running off the cliff, the lemmings are here and and more recruits are coming in every day and they have no concept of what our country has and is becoming <laughs> gosh it's scary <laughs> uh
0: because i only have 45 seconds left we'll get back to your situation but uh, you used the word lemmings on purpose which made me think of sheep Hang hey, I got, new, I got a new, I got a new smoker slash grill from my daughters for I think it was Christmas. I finally got the thing working last week, and the second thing I cooked on that was a rack of lamb. I had a, excuse me, a chunk of bone in lamb loin, and I smoked it to right at one hundred and forty degrees. Even Kelly admitted. This may be the best meat she's ever eaten. I have a picture of it cooked. I'll send it to you. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, isn't incredible. I owe
1: Kelly a big kiss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Come on by. Roll out. Hank Vogler, Trent Loose. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more after this. Got to give major kudos to certified Piedmontese for the tremendous, tremendous job they are doing marketing beef to the world, the nation, and the region. The challenge is continuing to have an adequate supply of cattle that qualify for the Certified Piedmontese Program. That means that they are sired by the Lone Creek Cattle Company Bulls, the Piedmontese sires, that they have developed through generations of selection for performance traits, calving ease, and growth rate, and health, and obviously the tenderness. If you're a Great Plains Cattleman and you're not happy with what you're getting in the commodity business, then check out what the opportunities are to be a supplier for the certified Piedmontese system. Go to the website, LoneCreekCattleCo.com. That's Lone Creek Cattle Co. and the certified Piedmontese beef network. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Loose alongside Hank Bugler. Did oil change during the break. It's all good. Good for another 5,000 miles. Um... Yeah, well, where, where are you at right now? You kind of went there a little bit. We couldn't get the sheep home to shear them. Last minute, the 11th and, and a half hour, you got it done. Now you have sheep that can't get to summer grazing. What's, what, what's the latest and where are we at?
1: Well, uh, of course, they're just doing their job. That's, that's the cloak that they hide under. But, they're being dictated by Southern Nevada Water Authority, which is bought these other ranches, and when they bought the Robinson Ranch, uh, I owned the sheep AUMs, and they won't recognize it. The BLM did was derelict. They did not do the study that they signed a contract with the former owners to do before Southern Nevada Water Authority got there. It could have been settled at any time. I was smart enough, I hope, or dumb enough to think that And I didn't have any money. (laughs) I don't again. But I mean, I had to do something. So I just stayed in the shadows. Uh, The the jackbooted thugs that run the operation out here had no idea that there was no fence, I guess. I don't know what they thought. So I just parked my sheep camp outside and I used the same country. Every year, the BLM threatened to trespass me. What are you doing in there? And I would refer back to the study that they were supposed to do that was all based on natural uh, conservation resources, uh, mapping, topography, feed base, everything, and, and, and also the historical use, and the fact that I purchased this. Everything went along all right. And then finally, Southern Nevada Water Authority filed on my water rights, in the section that was never disputed, it was always sheep country. Well, how can they do that? They, ha- they are an illegal grazer. Everybody in the world out here knows it, but they allow them to do it because they had the power of Senator Harry Reid behind them, the two million people that live in Las Vegas. And I, I've been told they have 25 lawyers on staff, even though they've hired outside lawyers to handle this. One guy, I was told by another lawyer, charges $1,000 an hour, and they're dragging their feet, obviously, to keep me uh, broke or put me out of business. And they have the complete, the gentleman that is running it is so vindictive, so hateful. I, I think his hate goes back. He was in high school the same time my daughter was or something. Maybe she spurned mm-hmm. him, wouldn't go out. with. Him. I have no idea where this man's hate come from, but it is, it is far beyond the pale. So along with a $28,000 trespass and nearly $100,000 in legal bills trying to get through the system everybody's dragging their feet no one will even read the material the truth is hiding in plain sight instead of that they are just dragging their feet costing me money 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 knowing that there's a I don't have an endless supply uh I mean, so, and on top of that, the section that wasn't even in contest is where they filed the water rights. Well, they're doing the same thing to other ranchers down where Pete Delamule's at. They're doing the same thing to those people, going anywhere they want, running over. They tore out, uh, they tore out stuff that if you and I tore off of the BLM, that's destruction of public property. They would have been arrested. You and I would be in jail. What did they get? I asked the BLM people, the cops, they're they're rangers. Oh, well, we're going to get out there and take care of that. Never did. I asked the district manager. She said, well, they're pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Come on. Permanently tore out structures. No, they weren't brand new. They weren't made out of gold enamel, uh, porcelain. They were old, but they were usable. Tore the control box off right in front of my hired men. They're trying to drag me over there because a 80-year-old man down in the Wilson Creek allotment who had part of allotment down there, they made a confrontation and recorded it and they had him so mad that he started saying bad things. The first thing they did is said their lives were threatened and it was workplace violence. I mean, it just, this is, you can't believe that this is America, that this is happening. But in the meantime, Uh, Now, nobody else that I know of in the state of Nevada has to do a full NEPA process in an area, National Environmental Policy Act, before they can trail my sheep, which historically, we found a sheep bell. It's stamped right on the side of it, 1878. Well, I think that's a little historical. The BLM didn't start. So, after the the Pebra Act in the mid 1930s, so again, but they're just doing their job. That's the deal. Oh, we're not hurting. We're just doing it. Well, Mr. Vogler can go somewhere else with his sheep. where We're in the worst drought in twelve hundred years. we have We have a wild horse problem by the way, who this gentleman used to be in charge of, which he obviously never got a handle on. The new guy's trying to do it. And this guy's fought him tooth and nail. He personally told me when I asked him, I need my horses gathered. There's 6,000 of them. I'm supposed to have 167. He looked me right in the face in front of the people in the BLM office and said, there's lots of people that need their horses gathered worse than you. And I don't think he's ever been out of here, Mm. out here or anything. I mean, how absolutely ridiculous. His own father worked for the BLM and retired from the BLM. And when I, my friend started the GoFundMe account, they I guess they list the people that gave the money. His own father, a BLM employee to retirement, sent in the most money and the first money to the GoFundMe account.
0: Now, just for the listener's <laughs> audience benefit right here, I'm going to say I have refused to uh, make public your GoFundMe account because I don't trust them. I don't believe you'll get the money and all they're going to do is uh, uh, follow and harass anybody that donates money. You are in the process of setting up uh, a local account at your bank. When you get that up and running, we're going to get everybody here listening totally in tune with what that is so uh, that we can do that.
1: Today I have to go to town and sign the papers. For whatever reason, I have to go to the county clerk and get registered as a fictitious name. Mm -hmm. And then uh, by... By 10 o'clock this morning, help Hank win. Okay. Nevada Bank and Trust.
0: Perfect. That's exactly what you needed to do. Go ahead with the post office.
1: Post office box 150658, Ely, E-L-Y, Nevada. Area zip code 89301. Uh, if you can't donate, I understand that. This is, these are very hard times. This is not a fake account. This is not a, a graft or corruption. This is this is uh, help somebody that that uh, uh, if you think he deserves help, or pass the word on, get it on all the different mediums so we can. Uh, I mean, I they they've about got me. I, I can't do much more without this uh, help.
0: It's, um, it's, it's, you, uh, you even got some positive press from from Vegas.
1: Well, you see, the gentleman that did the work, George Knapp, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I uh, investigative reporter for Channel Eight in Las Vegas, KSLV. Uh, Miss Mulroy, who used to be in head uh, the head of Southern Nevada Water Authority, tried. He wrote a absolutely a milk not milk toasty but a very concise article oh heck 15 years ago or better about what was going on on these ranches and 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 this giant question mark of how can a state agency uh have these ranches how, how can a state agency put a state employee on the board of agriculture which is a state which lords over and 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 uh Patrols, state. I mean, everything about these people is just the bully pulpit, fraud. Everything is going on. You cannot believe what's going on out here. I mean, it may not rest at the level of Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, but for the people out here, it is. It is the end of family ranching. I think. I mean, why are they doing all this? They don't have all they got to do is sit down, negotiate, and do it. But instead they're right, you're wrong, we'll punish you because we've got a budget of $600 million. This is coffee and donut money. $70 million has already been spent. But this George Knapp, they tried to get him fired for writing this investigative report. And it kind of set his hair on fire. And so he periodically comes up here. He's now retired. He's going to do an hour program going over the whole... Since uh, I think 2007 is when they bought in, which would be what, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And my deal goes back to 2004 when I purchased, June 25th, I purchased the sheep AUMs on the Robinson Ranch from another person. Nothing to do with it. At that time, Southern Nevada Water Authority was a, a, a fog in the distance. It wasn't, you know, they knew they'd come up and checking the water, they knew that they'd talked about it. But the pipeline, the buying the ranches between here and Vegas, taking everything off the tax rolls, yeah, they make a payment in lieu of taxes. Oh, which, by the way, I helped negotiate for White Pine County. I was on the tax commission at the time, so maybe that's my punishment. I have no idea. But this is overbearing government par excellent. And, you know...
0: (laughs) I I don't... I don't understand how you can sit there and say I have no idea why they're doing this. Southern Nevada Water Authority is operating illegally. They're doing something against the statutes of the state of, of Nevada. Correct?
1: Uh, I, the federal government.
0: Okay, against Where, the federal that, here's federal it, here's law. It, here's a- u s no yeah, no 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 don't, dont don't go into a dissertation, but if they're operating illegally against federal statute on what the forest service permit says b l m says that they can do or who can own the permits and do and operate. and hank who's the only person in the state who's been bringing awareness to this
1: uh loose
0: i think is his name Uh get after him leave me alone and, and so you can't sit there and say i can't believe they're doing this to me you had to see this coming now, I got something else coming. It's called a break. We'll be back with the last segment of Roll Route and shine more light on why Hank's got the situation he does and what the solution is after this. Healthy living's not difficult. Just take some discipline. Dr. Nathan Bryan is providing some of that discipline with a nitric oxide supplementation that I do. NO2U is what it's called. It's NO for nitric oxide. NO, number two, letter U. Put Trent in the coupon code if you choose to order. That gets you some perks a 10% discount on the order and free shipping. In fact, this week I'm going to have Dr. Nathan Bryan come back and explain what's new and what you need to know about nitric oxide and why you, for brain, cardiovascular, and immune health, need to take it daily. NO2U.com. Trent, did you compute? coupon? Welcome back roll out Trent Luce alongside Hank Vogler coming to us from White Pine County, Nevada. And what we have here today, and this has been brewing. This is not new. This is not a Biden initiative, but it's certainly ratcheted up during the Obama administration. Now the Biden administration's unbearable. Folks, we have elected officials not only in the United States but around the world crippling the food supply. Andrew Henderson this morning, Hank on across the pond that uh, he's from the UK. He said they have a serious problem in the UK where the corn they plant is being consumed by the birds. And why is it being consumed by the birds? Because some, in his words, do-gooder, pseudo-environmentalist, got a new law passed in the UK where they could no longer treat the seed of the, the corn before they plant it because it was causing harm to the birds. That sounds like a California initiative. But the whole bottom line, and people just don't want to recognize it. They want to stick their head in their sand or other places and not recognize that there is a legitimate effort to cripple the infrastructure of food production. And you, my friend Hank Vogler, are in that path because you're the low-hanging fruit. You have uh, this federal land that is you have vested rights to but now they're finding every other way possible to prove that you can't continue to operate on your vested rights because you are part of the solution of feeding the world, and we have to end that. That sounds drastic, but that's what's happening.
1: Uh, well, and, and Trent, does anybody notice that they just put a lady on the Supreme Court for total nothing other than to give you the nanner, nanner, nanner? <laughs> I mean... She can't even define what a woman is. I'm sorry. I've known what a woman is ever since the (laughs) boys in the bunkhouse, you know, (laughs) had a stag magazine and they were all wearing not very revealing uh, (laughs) bikinis and and swimsuits. And that was considered pretty risque. Uh, You know, there was a difference. I recognized it. My third grade teacher, as far as I was concerned, was beautiful. I mean, it, again, it, everything that we are doing is to make us further into peasants to where at one point in time, whether it's gun control or whatever it is, we will have no voice whatsoever. And that's what they're trying to do. This, and, and, and I am in the crosshairs. There's no question about it. Uh, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Why? After all this punishment, taking that permit away from me for two years and all that stuff, they suddenly decide that I have to go through a full NEPA process. I know of no one in the state of Nevada that has to do that. The allotment around my house belongs to somebody else. I have to bring the animals in here, process them, take them to the forest. Well, I can't cross the forest. But yet he's just doing his job. So when my lawyer differentiates categorical exclusion which they can use since 2014 i talked to the person that put that language together mm-hmm. to ex- expedite these situations because the bureau could not keep up with all the 10-year permits that, that the environmental groups had sued them over that they had to do these 10-year renewals they had to go through these environmental assessments they had categorical exclusions they had to do it because it it, it was going to put everybody out of business the same day. Well, that's not the way it works. You get them one, two, three at a time, and, and you divide and conquer. You, may, you scare everybody that has a permit into not jeopardizing their permit by going to the back of the line so they don't get ate first by the alligator. Uh, that's what's going on. And I'm at the head of the line, and they're trying to eat me. So we send in a absolutely... CFR, you know, Congressional Federal Register stuff and laws on the books that says you cannot appeal a trailing permit. Trailing goes back in this state when it was the Utah territory. Far before the bill, all of these things. They can't see that. They ignore that. They won't even look at that. All they can say is, you're out of compliance. You're evil. You're, and, and that's what they're promoting, just like they did with the Hammond people, just like they did with the Hage people. I get phone calls from people all over the West right now telling me what they're doing to them on their properties, overbearing, forcing them out of business. One guy's afraid in, in, in southern Nevada afraid they're going to burn him out with fire because he has a 40-acre parcel that's within the meets and bounds of a refuge I mean a federal wildlife refuge I mean it's just I it is it is scary when when it's your ox that's being gored and I understand anybody that wants to go hide but if you want to step up ten cents ten dollars or whatever you can afford or pass the word on help hank win nevada bank and trust box One five zero six five eight, Ely E L Y Nevada eight nine three zero one, and I thank you in advance. I thank every each and every patriot that listens to this program, or has any any other source of spreading the word. I don't know anything about Facebook. I am a Neanderthal. I admit it. But it it is it is uh, crunch time for me. Unbelievable. Never thought it would.
0: well it's going to continue to happen and it's coming, and, and, and it's
1: coming to a home near the, you
0: the, there there's the moral of the story you you've told us forever, and i've tried to convince you that you're not unique that this is not just happening to federal lands ranchers it's happening to deeded ranchers all around this country slowly but surely everybody's beginning to see that oh my oh my goodness that's right that's what's happening
1: the- proverbial co- uh, canary in the coal mine. I cannot operate without federal land. I have, I mean, there, there is none. There's 97% federally owned in this state, in Lincoln County, where my friend Pete lives. I think it's 99% federal land. It's, it's unbelievable. We, and, and they act like it'll never be turned over to the states and probably won't because the entire hierarchy of, of our congressional delegation and everything, uh, everybody's scared to death. I mean
0: <laughs> you know that's it was really
1: down years ago
0: I gotta tell you hank that that that's the thing that just and and we put this into context, what we were talking about earlier being d day the number of people that just live in fear, and it shocked me honestly through the whole Hammond situation, the number of people that were unwilling to to take a chance and stand up for their neighbor, which was been being treated wrong. Because either one or two things, I think number one, they were just scared. They're just scared. Well, if I say something, they'll come after me too. So I'm just going to stay here quiet. Well, you you said it last week, and I don't know if you know this or not. I turned it into an entire week's worth of programming on TV and even in, in my column, Martin Luther King, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but our friends who were silent. That's the, that's the issue. Yep.
1: Yep. And it works. I saw it firsthand right there in Harney County where I used to live. 62 people had permits to run on that refuge. And they kind of started to say, well, we're going to get out some of the big guys or whatever. We're going to clean this deal up. They changed everything to where it was terrible feed, terrible for the birds, everything. But they still did it because they wanted au natural. Turned it into a biological desert. And I think there's 19 people left there and they're putting up old dried up hay that's not worth having. All based on this, but everybody went and hid. If all 62 permittees would have stood up, got a hold of a congressman or something, and and stood in the in the door, I don't think they'd have done it. But they insinuated, "We'll take care of you because you're a nice you're a nice little peasant." You know, Mm. you're, you smell and you're deplorable, but we'll take care of you. But we're going to get rid of this guy and that guy because we've decided that they are evil. And that's what they basically done with me. Somehow I am doing everything wrong. And, and everything I've done is tried to protect the federal range because I depend on it for my livelihood. I have put in the water system. I have put in the fencing. I've done everything at my expense. Their horses, the wild horses have destroyed thousands of acres. If I did that, they put, they, they would have taken those permits away from me years ago. And I'm sure that's next. They're going to say, Hey, you can't turn out anymore because why look at these deserts are ruined. Well, who ruined it? It Wasn't me. I've been screaming like a mash cat for months, years. (laughs) Oh, well, I, you know, move on. Let's, let's, uh, uh, Do the best we can. This is Lexington. You know
0: what? I've called- just realized is- uh, I'm beginning to see all of the places that we've been lied to. And I've told you how many times that I was in that Nevada or Reno office uh, talking to Maxine Shane, who's no longer with the BLM, but was at one time the public information officer of the BLM. And I was talking about this wild horse thing. And she told me, well, we don't attempt to remove any more than we do because... We the tie, we get tied up in court and we just can't deal with the court. That was all a lie. And I'm thinking she was lied to as well. She's just, the lie was the longer they keep more horses out there, the better the excuse to get rid of you. Yep. It's that simple.
1: It's got to be that. I mean, nobody that went into the business of protecting the range. And some of the people that go to work there are decent people that see the problem, want to have it cured. And they're just kicked to the curb. They can't even get involved with it. But, boy, uh, the Wild Horse and Borough Act, uh, National Environmental Policy Act opened up equal access to legal justice. All of these things has drugged the system down, and now it's absolutely embedded in the government. And there's thousands and thousands of special interest groups that Mm -hmm. are living off of federal money, hiring federal lawyers to sue the federal government which ultimately destroys people like me.
0: Which also Wake explains the, the Equal Access to Justice Act that we often talk about, where it gave the, those special interest groups and those NGOs the ability for the government to pay for lawsuits to put you out of business.
1: You got it. And they sue the BLM, get it more restrictive, and get paid for their work. To sue the BLM because there's a T knot cross or an I not dot it. Yeah. I mean, if you think the lesser prairie chicken is bad, the bumblebee is bad. The, there are so many things that they just keep. That's their job is to dig up crap to punish private industry.
0: It's no longer just a Delta smelt that's in your way of getting fed. That will do it. We have successfully journeyed down the road helping Hank win. If you want the address, get a hold of me. We'll get it to you. Help Hank win is what we're talking about. Both Hank Vogler and myself remind you, all roads to lead roll route. The website is now up. Thanks to Rebecca Cunningham. Go to bridgingamerica.us. The event, July 4th, Keystone. Don't miss it. Bridgingamerica.us.